0: and bear a son, and call his name Emmanuel. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, you know it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. You know, this is the time traveling pulpit family where we gather together with friends and families and we celebrate the arrival of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But long before this event happened, thousands upon thousands of years ago, there was a prophet by the name of Isaiah and he was taken by the Lord through the Holy Spirit and he began to write these words of what the child would be called when he came into the world. Throughout the entire process from the promise over in Genesis 3 to the conception in Matthew 1, we have heard about Jesus. We have heard about his coming. We have, have, uh, well, there has been prophecies about his coming. When I say we have heard, I mean, the ancients of old have heard, but we have heard in our lifetime this story. And it's just a wonderful reminder of the season that we're in. It's not the, the, the gifts. It's not the commercialism. It's the presence of the almighty. The ultimate gift, the gift that 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 surpasses all gifts. Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and of of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it. With justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The Holy Spirit was relaying to Isaiah hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, I think 900 to be exact, that these would be the responsibilities of the Christ when he arrives. We go over into Matthew, and we see over in Matthew 1, let me get back to where I was, Matthew 1, we see that the Holy Spirit has already done his work. Now Joseph, who was to marry, or get married to Mary, was to marry Mary, (laughs) tried saying that a while, but he was thinking about divorcing her. They were betrothed, but it would have been better for him to just quietly divorce her and move on, not make a big deal out of it, not make a big stink about it. But everyone in the village would have known what have happened. Everyone in the village would have known what have happened. Joseph divorced Mary and it would have been a big stink. But the Holy Spirit traveling pulpit family always remember the Holy Spirit. He does the things that the Lord instructs him to do. And that is to take care of us, to watch over us and to protect us. To keep us from all hurt, harm and danger and to present us back to the Lord with no blemish, no marks on us. Trust and believe, Traveling Pulpit family, the Holy Spirit's responsibility is to take care of us. It's not to be taken granted of, well, he, oh, you know, I'm owed this. I'm owed this. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he is responsible for our well-being so long as we believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Which is why repentance is so important. You know what repentance is, traveling pulpit family? It's nothing more than turning away from sin. Over in Matthew 4, Uh, uh, At the end of three, I believe it was when Jesus began his ministry, he he uh, he announced that. Turn from sin and repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's what he went about saying. I think it was in Matthew four when when he when he spoke those words after he came out of the wilderness. I'm sorry, Matthew 4 and 17, where where he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's a reminder to everyone that everyone has the opportunity to repent, even in a day and time like this. One thing I know for sure, traveling pulpit family, is that we are getting older. We are getting closer to the day of the Lord. I don't know when that day is, neither do you. But one thing is for certain is that with each year passing, we all get surprised that we're seeing another year. But why are we surprised that we're getting another year? Are we surprised to get another birthday or are we surprised because we may somehow believe the Lord has forgotten us? Trust and believe he has not forgotten us. Remember, the Lord said that he takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that all of us, every one of us turn from our wicked ways and repent. Repent is nothing more than changing your mind and turning from sin. That's what it is. That's what it is. Romans 12. I, I, tr- I try. I honestly try each and every day. Some, some days I do miss, but I absolutely try not to leave the house until I've read Romans 12, 1 and 2, which says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I try not to leave the house without reading that scripture because I'm facing a world of sin. And if I don't have the right mindset, if I don't have the right attitude, if I don't have the right heart to face this sin, sick, sin-filled world, I'll succumb to it. But the reason I want you to know this traveling pulpit family is so that you can know it. So that you can apply it to your life. Because one day, I don't know the day, I don't know the hour, I don't know the minute nor the second. One day the sky is going to open and we will be raptured up. But do you know what rapture is? Rapture is nothing but removal. Remember the thief on the cross? When when Jesus was on the cross and, and the one thief was mocking Jesus, but the other thief said, you do not know what you're saying because you do not know who you're talking to. And he told Jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember what Jesus told him? He said, from this day forth, from this day forth, you will be with me in paradise. One day, one day, because of your confession, because of your good confession that Jesus is Lord, one day, that good confession that you made is going to be held in your favor and you're going to be removed. You're going to be removed in the rapture because you have received salvation. You know what salvation is? Salvation is the protection from God's wrath. That's what salvation is. It's the protection from God's wrath. Do you not realize, traveling pulpit family, that the day Christ cried out to his father, why have you forsaken me? Salvation was upon us. We were not even here in this generation, but salvation was upon us. Salvation remains on us for those who call on the name of the Lord. That is why those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But it goes a little bit further there, traveling pulpit family. Over in Matthew 28 and 19, the word says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And right there, something stands out, traveling pulpit family, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Baptism. Baptism is the watery grave, um, the process of, of going through the process of the death, burial, and and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we go down into that water, we are signifying that we are going the way that Christ went. We were sacrificed with him. We are laid with him, but we are also resurrected with him, which is why if we are to repent, we must be ready Willing and able to be baptized. It is a part of salvation because at the moment of baptism, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is why over in the book of Acts, the second chapter in the 38th verse, Peter said to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received were his word were baptized and there were added that day about three thousand. Traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you so much for just allowing me a few moments to just come and express to you the word of God, to just share with you what the Lord placed upon my heart during the trials and tribulations of this week, that we will not forget him in our time of trouble, that we will look to him in our time of trouble, that we will look to him in our time of need so that he will give the glory when we receive the blessings. I know someone is going to receive a blessing this this day. I know someone is going to receive a blessing before this year is out, but we are coming into a new season. We are coming into a new year and the things of old are coming with us, which is why I wanted to tell you today to repent, turn from sin so that When the rapture happens, we're just being removed. That's all. We're just being removed. And salvation is being protected from God's wrath. That's what salvation is. Traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for just allowing me the few moments that um, I have just to come and just to share with you what God has placed upon my heart. You know, it is a season of giving. It is a season of love. It is a season of being together. Let's not let this season go and go into another season and go back to the way things once were before we came into this season. We always wait until we get to the last month of the year to get softened up by the commercialism of, you know, the holiday season. Let the Christmas season remain in you all year through so that you won't have to be focused on one month, 31 days on the last month of the year to start doing something nice, to start having conversations, to start loving on people. Let's do that every single day of our lives. And let's start doing that now. So for the Traveling Pulpit podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying, thank you. Merry Christmas. And I look forward to doing this with you on next time. If it is the Lord's will. God bless. I love you. Bye for now.